I am here. <laughs> I have delayed. I literally <laughs> rushing through the brew there. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. Just see Becky saying four seconds. You've got four seconds. <laughs> She's like the the, the, the the proverbial person in the chair that you've got four seconds. <laughs> welcome back everybody welcome back to another episode of the deduction podcast at a slightly more unconventional time than normal and it's only because we are actually being social tomorrow me, me and adam we're, we're going out okay. so <laughs> we're going out to the movies. We are. Uh, it's it's a, it's a wakanda forever night tomorrow so we've brought it forward a night so we can make sure that we catch up to all you guys. But how about that song for an yeah. intro, right? Oh, look at it. Absolutely. Look at it. As soon as the violin kicked in, I was all the way into the kitchen. I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was late with, the, late, late with his brew. He's too busy playing air fire. <laughs> Getting his Vanessa May on. <laughs> uh, again, hello, Jennifer. Nice to see you. Uh, sort of. Virtually. I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, well, I, uh, unless your face is a, a big white J, then uh, I can see you. Um, it could be. It could be. Um, so yeah, that that was the, uh, the the new song that we've had uh, composed for us uh, by Robert John Collins. His oh, yeah. his details are always in the descriptions uh, for the videos. Uh, recently, since we since we it. got since we since we got some music for it, but <laughs> that that one particularly. Um, I'm go- I'm going to use a very current analogy that absolutely slaps for me. That song does. It is uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the first time I listened to it, it was like a bit of musical anxiety, wait, waiting for the drop. I'm just yeah, yeah, the drop. <laughs> Come on, the drop. The, uh, oh, there it is. Yes, <laughs> it paid off. It paid off. Oh, what a brilliant little intro there. And that's proper. Like, that's like a proper. The, good, the other one was good, but this one feels like a, a, an awesome sort of Sherlockian theme yeah. to it as well. Got that classical feel. Man has skills that pay the telephone bills. Oh, they do. Um, I can't believe I just said that out loud, to be honest. That was a bit disgusting even for me. <laughs> that was the cool catchphrase, bruh. No, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we all know that I am so delightfully cool. As illustrated by the fact that I said delightfully cool. I mean, that's that's an oxymoron in and of itself. Delightfully cool. So, how are you, mate? Are you all right? I'm not too bad. Not too bad at all. Coping in these hard and cold times. I'll, uh, I'll give you one of my oh, dad's phrases that he uses, uh, considering he's just had an operation. We'll go around. I'll go, how are you, Dad? He'll go, moderate to poor. <laughs> right, Is he just completely <laughs> silly? <laughs> well, it's it's with the Stokey accent, so it's normally moderate to poor. <laughs> oh, good on Yeah, I, I might steal that. I might steal that. I like that. <laughs> Do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the sunny glow of my father in a nutshell. Moderate <laughs> to poor. <laughs> he's um, he's unsatisfied. Yeah, he he, but he, he never misses a trick for a knob gag. Does my father? Um, <laughs> he uh, he went for he went for his uh, physiotherapy today because uh, he's had his second hip replacement done. 
Ooh. And um, he, he walked yeah. in, he, and he, he starts to get uh, himself undressed so they can examine the wound and mobility and all that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. and, and as soon as he's got, got his trousers off, uh, the, the nurse said to him, that's absolutely marvellous. I've never seen anything like it in the world. And he said, hang about, love. I've not taken my pants off yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> I'm back out again. No, no, no. They, they can't believe immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my dad in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Fair to middling, yeah, absolutely, Jennifer. That's 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 the classic phrase. Um, fair to middling, fair, fair to middling, um, or, or Midland. I don't know. We're in the Midlands, maybe she's being kind of surreptitious about the fact that she knows where we are. Um, maybe oh. that, that makes for an om- ominous situation. <laughs> <laughs> we need that kind of sound of. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, tell me, down, down his ventilator. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've started to notice, right? That the the more I sit on this throne, and it's called a throne because it's it's uh, Maddie always asks me about it. It's the it's the chair that drummers use to sit, and it's called a drum throne. Um, oh, nice. So, I'm, the more I the more I yeah the the more I use this throne, the more I find that I'm I'm sitting in the most uncomfortable, ridiculous positions. And then I then I wonder, hmm, why is my back broken in two? Ah, uh, yes, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I imagine after you have podcast, you stand up afterwards and you're just like, ah! <laughs> I sound like somebody's rolling on those popping sheets, <laughs> like somebody's just let let off a bunch of um, firecrackers. <laughs> I nearly said sparklers. Then that's entirely the wrong thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I I just got done finishing a a, a week long intensive coaching last week. It was Ooh. it was it was it was amazing. Wow. Like most people are usually quite kind of, uh, I think the polite way of saying it is exhausted after yeah. after one of my sessions. That's normally about two two and a half to three hours, um, but we had guys travel from all around wow. the world, all, all around yeah. the world to descend on Stoke, like. We'd, okay. we'd, yeah, we'd, oh, we'd, we'd, had, yeah we'd, we'd had a guy come from uh, America as oh. well. It was it was a specific little uh, a specific little little control group uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come to Stoke. It was it was great because like I, I'd arranged some practical exercises in the city, uh, you know, with the yeah. the, t- the team of actors and whatnot and. Uh, I'd arranged some kind of practical oh, scenarios, okay. and like, but here's this here's this guy from the the sunny side of L.A. I think uh, I'm, I'm yeah. not 100 percent sure, but but wherever he's from, whenever I speak to him, it's it's always a million degrees outside. So I I, I know he's on kind of the east coast, so I presume L.A. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, to to have this guy then come over and all of a sudden be stood in the Tesco in Longton. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone was to ever feel out of place, <laughs> he did. It should be that, he did. It was <laughs> next like, to the meal deal. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. 
I, I, I didn't. I, I kind of wanted to mention the uh, uh, the hilarity that is oatcakes to him, just to see what his delicate ecosystem did with them. Uh, but I didn't. But uh, anyway, yeah, the, the the training was around nine hours a day. Holy hell! Yeah, so this is on the move, practical yeah, challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a there was a degree of this. There was a degree of this this kind of thing, but like face to face in person. I made sure it was only a small group, so it could be an intensive, but we could take care of each yeah. individual's aspect, you know, uh, spot on as 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 it needed to. And um, yeah, so like, I was uh, I, I was starting my days at like three and four a.m. thinking, is this how the rock does it? I don't like this. I would rather go back to bed. Um, because like I'd I'd go to where their Airbnb was and I'd set up little things outside and whatnot and stage people here, there and whatever, so that when when they kind of went on an early morning walk just to kind of wake themselves up and whatnot and double check that they'd actually made the right choice to come to England and then on to Stoke Contrance afterwards leaving sunny climbs uh, that they could continuous, continuously be training. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was a really good, really successful week. Um, really no. immersive. Uh, I had some great feedback as well. So, yeah, that was... The, the... Oh, that's incredible. Is it Pretty... similar to... we were You're on the streets and you were going into, like, Tesco's and the shops and you were picking up this and observing that. Is it sort of similar to that sort of similar. thing? Similar. Our group. Yeah, similar, similar, similar with the practical exercises, but like, if I'd if because they were staying in an Airbnb, uh, and obviously I live in Stoke, so I don't need to, <laughs> right? Um, so, as as I'm listening to their kind of uh, background and routine and whatever they're doing, some guy wants to go out to a pub for a few pints. Cool, um, get on the blower, arrange something in the nearest pub that they're going to. Um, you know, it, 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 all of a sudden they need to go and get some shopping, you know, some some basics, food, toiletries, cleaning supplies, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get on the phone, arrange for something to happen so they can always be doing it. So their their uh, first priority is the reason they're going out, right? That's, that's yeah. the reason. So when you go out thinking, I'm going to the shop and I'm going to get X, Y, and Z. Uh, yeah. And then when you get back, uh, it's usually me like this. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> you open up their bananas and you fill them with smarties or something like that, which sounds like a really good thing, actually. It does sound pretty good. Um, so, yeah, uh, there was there, so even on their breaks, they were training. So, even on lunch break, they were training. Even on uh, uh, toilet and coffee breaks, they were training. Uh, and whatnot. So when it was like nine hours a day, I mean it. It was nine hours a day, <laughs> every day. Were you were popping up in the cubicle when they were going for number twos? <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> and well, <laughs> take stock of your facial expression. Remember that. How much pressure you were using? <laughs> how many pubic hairs were on the porcelain before you put your arm on it? <laughs> week but also i got a chance to watch no. the first cut of something that uh, uh you've been working on do you want to do you want to tell us a bit yeah. more about that so it's our it's our little film that we mentioned i think we, was it the last podcast we did we said yeah. we were kind of yeah it was a couple ago a, a I think. Ago now. yeah we were amalgamating the i suppose is it six years seven years of footage from the web series like uh, some of the stuff that we'd done uh, for some of the special episodes uh, and, and even sort of like 
uh, our little ventures out to like London and when you did sort of like uh, promotional stuff and the, the Sherlockian gig and all that uh, footage, we thought like, why don't we just combine all of this into a nice little film where people can sort of see that journey from start to finish and see what we made, make it kind of like a, a whole product rather than sort of separate pieces, view it as one piece rather uh, than a, an ensemble, even though it is, still is an ensemble series. This one more focuses on the actual core ethos uh, underlying throughout the series uh, and what you do and what you're about and how we've sort of applied that to real life and how others can apply it to their lives. And we got the first cut the other day, so I've been chopping away at this and putting little bits together and I've sent it to you. Uh, and now we're just in the process of finishing the final bits, sort of trimming it down, trimming it down a little bit. Uh, and then it's going to have, it's going to be scored, is it? By Robert John the man, yeah, The man responsible, Robert John Collin, for, for that amazing little piece you heard at the beginning there. Yeah. So he's going to be putting his little unique touches to it and we'll, we'll have something pretty cool by the end of it. Oh, it's... No, I said cool. <laughs> Sound like a... Yeah, yeah but you, you used the proper term. It, it's pretty cool, right? That would be the, the, the kind of English approximation, yeah. right? To say it was... Well, well, amazing. Delightfully cool. That's, 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 that's tantamount to saying something is spiffy. Um, but yeah, make the, seriously, the, the, I watched it and obviously with us doing this, we have to listen to a lot of ourselves talking... Uh, uh, and you know, look at look at uh, our faces a lot. And quite frankly, I get sick of doing it. That's because now I know how you feel, Sue. Because this is the first time I've really put my own voice in it, and I know I haven't done that for a reason. And now I know that reason. <laughs> Hearing my own voice is like it might as well just scratch a chalkboard. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Right, <it's>, no. <laughs> uh, like, but, 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 like that? I say that word. Oh dear. No, no, no. no. Oh, like, <laughs> on on the other side of that. I sat there engrossed on my phone, watching the whole thing, uncomfortable in a, oh. in, a, in a painfully small chair, and I lost myself in it. So I'm not saying that to kind of blow smoke up your ass or anything. I, I genuinely, it was- Fumigate that thing. Yeah, it, it felt like I was watching like a, like a proper documentary film. Um, it, it, it didn't feel like I was in it, didn't feel like you were in it. It felt like I was just, enjoying this tale of these two guys that went on a bit of a weird journey yeah? <laughs> and, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it had a, it had a distinct beginning middle and end it had uh, i don't know if you're familiar yeah. with with um with the hero's journey um the the, the, the hero's journey it's it's kind of like a, a framework for for how modern storytelling is the the, the greatest yeah. the greatest kind of uh, analogy for that is luke skywalker in star wars in terms of the the ebbs and flows of that yeah and you have it your, felt, yeah. It, yeah it felt like that it, it felt like uh, and i'm thinking oh, god like i was there but like it feels different like i'm not just going oh yeah that was yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and, you know this kind of thing it, it well, was uh, all it of it was. wasn't intended to be that uh, like before we decided to make this this is that's how it was like yeah we engineered the episodes but we didn't engineer them to combine yeah. and to look this by the end of it each one had their own kind of goal each one had their own sort of like uh, uh sort of wins and uh places we could work on and like mm. things that were different next time and that kind of thing they weren't necessarily meant to be sort of like slotted together 
Uh, well, only in the sense as a series worthy, but not actually yeah. together. And it's amazing how once you put it together, it looks like its own thing. You mm. sort of look like, say, that that journey sort of from beginning to end. It kind of it was very organic in the yeah. sense that I didn't really have to do a great deal in terms of like, you didn't have to write it, did we? It was already done. <laughs> it already happened. It was just a sense of well, basically... Don't, don't do yourself people. a disservice, mate. You did, you, did, you did write it. You did give it a framework. And like yeah. you, you did put it together into the, the, the visual treat that it is. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a standalone thing. And yeah. I, we, we're mentioning it to you guys, not to be like, you know, those dickheads who you'll see on your Facebook wall. Oh, my God, I've got such amazing news, but I can't tell anyone. <laughs> no, we, we want to see this. This is literally what it's all kind of been about. It's sort yeah. of not what the goal was originally the goal was to make the web series but it really looking at this it sort of validates everything we've done so far and gives it a purpose from start to finish well it's not even finished it's sort of still ongoing but to the point where we are at now it's yeah. it's basically like well there's the line that's everything we did and we'll, we're going to go on fresh from here but look at this sort of foundation which yeah very proud of very proud of i think i mentioned it in there like let's put it in there like obviously out of how it all comes together it sort of it adds that baseline of where we can go from there because it's just like well this can be done so what can come after we don't really know we'll do so much other stuff and then that could make this or that could make that it could go whatever way you kind of want it to i don't know what's going on i don't know why they're sort of like He's, he's breaking it down to <laughs> some of this. Which is, but the, <laughs> the, the reason that we mention is because this is this is something that we can't actually share to to the public platforms on mass, you know, because we are we're planning to send it to festivals uh, and the like. We we have yeah, um, yeah we, we we have a pitch arranged with um, with Amazon. Uh, as as well, uh, Amazon Prime, yeah. uh, which is a lot more fancy than than it sounds on the surface. Uh, they they looked they looked at what we did before, and they originally said, "Well, we can't use it because it's already online." That's I mean that's fair enough, right? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. So we kind of but how do we promote it? Put it online. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great and all that, but it's it's already yeah. out there. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so there'll, there'll be there'll be more of that. There'll be more of that coming soon. Um, so, dude, right? This the, the title of this podcast um, because you never get to see that side. You you just kind of you just kind of you kind of hear about the, you hear about the content when we talked before. So the title of this yeah. one was um, the philosophy uh, of of Sherlockian skills uh, and, and more about understanding why. It is that you, if I ever say you do what you do, or you do, I'm not referring to Adam, you, I'm saying you on, on yeah. general, on, yeah, on you that know. kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, the, it's the kind of philosophy that underpins why you get involved in people reading, why you get involved in the social sciences or nonverbal communication or whatever it is uh, yeah. in, in that side of thing that relates to the, the Sherlockian skill set. Because long, long story short, after that intensive week, there were moments where we were kind of relaxing after the fact, having a uh, having a couple of whiskeys and whatnot, uh, and we got into some real kind of reflective debates uh, in terms of uh, uh, the, the gravity 
that is behind this 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 information that people notice and it, it's kind of been um trivialized I yeah i suppose i suppose would be the best way of looking trivialized by by youtube by uh, uh by magazines by uh, uh by all of that shit right because it, it seems to be that the general kind of ethos uh, around it all is aren't i smart i've noticed this how great for me <laughs> in, in uh, that way and the more the more we uh, as as the group on the uh, on the course talked about it the more it irritated me because yes for every two or three really popular body language reader channels or papers or whatever it is that's out there there are a hundred people working silently diligently uh, in in the background making real effective change regarding their particular vocations wherever it is where, whether it's in a, a criminal capacity or a clinical capacity or whatever it is or if it's just mm. in in a kind of a, a a social relational capacity whether it is that you've noticed something about your friend or your loved one or your parents or your kids or whatever it is right there are these people who are working without this kind of oh he's a fucking observational genius <laughs> right and yeah. it's it, it's kind of split in terms of the uh, in terms of the purpose that people have uh, around that kind of thing. So I put I put together on the back of this and in my kind of philosophical reflections on this that I've had over the years. Hey Nate, uh, Nate's here as well um, from the uh, from the Walk in the Dark podcast. Um, so yeah, because like. Um, I got swept up in the whole thing. Monographs, uh, its its release is is close to ten years. Ten years old. Close How to. is that ten years old? <laughs> right, close to. Hey, I started. When I met you. That was your new book. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, Where did the I, I, come from? <laughs> I started writing the second one in two thousand and sixteen. Holy hell! Right? I remember. I remember. Right. I remember the pro. So yeah. I've I've kind of done a, a, a lot of growing up and reflecting more philosophically uh, on the techniques as well, right? So some of the some of the some of the things that I feel uh, aren't really as focused on, and it goes far past the the Sherlockian skill set. But as we are this channel and this podcast and this team, then that's the that's the kind of thing that we look at, right? Um, so the, the the first one that I mentioned was uh, an understanding of your why. Right? Why yeah. it is that you do what you do, right? Because think of it this way, right? It, it, have you ever been in a situation where you've met somebody vaguely interesting or vaguely curious, outside mm -hmm. of me, of course, um, and, and ask them, why do you do what you do? Not what do you do, but why do you do it? Why do you do what you do? Have you, have you uh, ever been in that situation? Not many yeah, people yeah. I think, yeah, well, I, when you meet someone, and it's usually in a creative uh, capacity yeah. or something like that, it's interesting yeah. to find out where they're coming from. So what are the, what are the kind of answers that you get? Because let, let me let me give you my experience of it first of all, and see if it kind of see if it kind of gels or doesn't. Because I'd be interested uh, either way to, to to kind of hear what the experience is on that side. Normally, when I ask, uh, so what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, why do you do that? What got you into it? What's your interest? 
Well, I just find it interesting. Well, it's something I'm really good at. Well, it it pays the bills. These kind of really surface-based responses that don't really Mm. uh, examine the full kind of impact of what it is that they're doing in that moment. Uh, How how about yourself? Uh, Has that generally been your experience? I I remember meeting someone who sort of, uh, they ran a certain business Mm. and... uh, You'd, you'd go there and you'd talk to them and whatnot. And they, like, they are a friend, but uh, I remember asking them, like, oh, well, what exactly, like, well, how come you've stuck at this and how come you've you've done it and what makes you, because it really did sort of infuse with their personality. So it was kind of like, well, what, what makes you get into this? Uh, and their response was along the lines of, well, such and such thought they could do it, so I thought I could do it better, so I've done it better. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> just done something because you can do it better. Wow. I mean, there's not a lot in there. <laughs> no, no. But not like, other than, you know, succeeding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, right? A, 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 a tenacious kind of will to succeed at whatever it is that you do is, is great. It's, it is. It is great. You know, if you've got that drive, but it's, yeah. it's why you have that drive. If your drive is to beat someone else, yeah. And as soon as, as soon as that other person kind of goes off your radar, you're lost. You're without a, pur- a without yeah. a purpose. Are you familiar with Tyson Fury? Say again. Tyson Are you Fury. familiar with Tyson Fury? Yes, I am. For those of, for those of you that don't know who Tyson Fury is, he's a he's a he's a heavyweight boxing champion guy. I'm not all that that, that kind of. Uh, uh, knowledgeable of his wins and loss. I don't think he's had any losses. Of his career in that side, I'm, I, I kind of know a bit about about his career outside of that. Yeah. And um, he, uh, he, he, and this is kind of an extreme example of losing your why, losing your purpose. And mm. um, uh, there was there was a while back, he, he kind of put on loads of weight. He, he ballooned up to like kind of 350, 400 pounds depression, suicidal tendencies, drinking a lot, this kind of thing. Uh, mm. And then he, he set his sights, his goal, on becoming the next heavyweight champion, whatever the technical term for that heavyweight champion was at the time. And I, yeah. I think it, I think this is before all of his uh, Deontay Wilder fights. I think this is kind of back when he was fighting Klitschko. So it's a good few years ago. And okay. um, he, he, he found that purpose that was for him because yeah. he managed to battle his depression, no suicidal tendencies during the kind of training period, dropped tons of weight, looked great, he was moving, he was smiling, he was interacting. Yeah. And then one of, one of the interviews I saw um, was, it was like, uh, so what if, what if you beat this guy coming up and you've, you've achieved it, what then? Uh, and Tyson goes, well, maybe I'll just put load the weight back on and start drinking again. Oh no! Uh, and th- there was that mo- there, there was that moment where you you kind of go, yeah. Was, was, yeah. That, was that a joke? W- yeah. Will you be like what? Do, do you know you what I mean? So, the, the real anchor he has to yeah. obviously that that motive that that kind of thing. And it's just like you say, isn't it? Like if it's something that can quickly disappear after you've you know you sort of reach your objective, mm. why disappears? Mm. It's not it's not going to prove well for you. You could just fall back to the square one yeah. without, the, without the obstacle. So, and, and this is only if, if you're up for it as well, mate, because it is putting you on the spot. I haven't prepped you for any of this, right? Because it's going to deal with your thoughts, feelings and whatever on certain situations. So sincerely, joking, joking aside, 
<laughs> right? Joking aside, only if you want to. This is an exercise that people can use to kind of dig into the specifics of the of, of why it is that they're doing what they do. Because it's yeah. it, it takes, in my opinion, uh, a great deal of, of strength to be able to put yourself under a microscope and really tear everything back, tear as many things back to get to some Absolutely. kind of yeah. irrefutable yeah. truth. And that's, yeah. that's what that means. To do that sometimes, it's good. Right. It can really and, help you remember. Mate, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And it, 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 I just, I, I don't, what's the word? I don't um, expect everyone to feel the same uh, as I do. And I, I, I know you probably would do because we've known each other for years, but I, it's only fair yeah. It's only fair to at least ask you the question uh, uh, anyway outright to, to, to kind yeah. of give you that choice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, based on, it's based on the nature of stoicism uh, and the kind of benefits of anxiety, the benefits of, of tension, the benefits of, of difficulty. Um, which most people do their level best to try and avoid. Yeah. <laughs> right? they, they, but with, with, without those moments, there is no growth. Yeah. There is no Absolutely. development. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't win because you've already won. And then you wouldn't. Like, it's kind of like compassion. You wouldn't yeah. feel compassion if there wasn't anything to feel compassion. If you didn't have, if you didn't feel for anything, nothing would ever. You'd like. It's that kind of basic stuff, isn't it? In a way, you're sort of just being linked to being human. If you didn't have those things and you were essentially invulnerable, then you'd just be, yeah, there'd be, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. <laughs> exactly, there'd be no exactly. need, there'd be no need to talk to anyone else. Exactly, exactly. And think, think of the people who are, are uh, and we all know at least two or three, come on, uh, who are, are, are going to work coming home, saying hi to loved one, children, some kind of domesticated animal that they look after, um, mm. often known as, you know, parents or grandparents. Um, and, <laughs> and sit down, watch TV, get up and do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, right? There was, there was a, a, a kind of a, a Carl Jungian reflection on, on psychoanalysis and that the, the, the greatest tragedy that children have to face is living out the unrequited dreams of their parents. Uh, and, yeah. and so that, that's kind of lather, rinse, repeat, lather, rinse, repeat, lather, rinse, repeat. So um, what we can do is use a particularly annoying question to keep drilling until it is as close to impossible for the person to answer the question again, right? So yeah. it may feel uncomfortable, mate, it may. So That's think, it. <laughs> think, think, of, think of a job role or some kind of aspiration that you have at the moment, right? You don't have to say it if you don't want to, but just keep it in the back of your yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then relative to what you're doing currently, philosophically not like doing a podcast right now but what you're doing uh, at, at that moment in relation to that aspiration why are you doing that doing the thing that i'm so, doing now so like, what, like for example like for example my um my uh, my aspiration uh, at the, uh, that i have currently is to be a polyglot which is uh, which is um uh, fluency mm. in more than one language. So uh, what yeah. I'm doing at the moment is 
classes, books, uh, all of this kind of thing, because my why for that polyglot tendency is I want to be able to communicate with other people that don't necessarily have to have the basics of English so I can meet them, learn about them, learn about their opinions and their way of life so I can communicate with yeah. other people better uh, in that moment, yeah. right? So that's that's what I was thinking about, right? So what what why are you doing what you're doing at the moment in relation to your aspiration? think it's a stepping stone to get to my aspiration. Why? So I can achieve my aspiration. <laughs> Why? So I can make money. Why? So I can afford the things I want. <laughs> Why? Because I will enjoy the things I want. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't know while I, I enjoy them. <laughs> and, and that's 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 the thing. That's the thing that it yeah. gets to. It helps you reveal things at that yeah. moment, so that if right, the 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 ultimate thing is for the enjoyment of something. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But if it yeah. if that doesn't coalesce with the aspiration or whatever it is, then you can make an informed decision about that in terms of whether you're true why aligns so it's going to help yeah. you achieve those kinds of things sharper right and yeah. more 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 accurately in those moments right and yeah. that that's what i that's what i meant about the, the the challenging reflections at those times because it takes a real honest moment to go i am this at, at this moment right there was a, there was a woman online i'll try i'll try and bring up the comment uh it was quite an interesting one she she clearly really thought it through, or I'd or I'd really pissed her off. But I mean, one of the two. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Scroll back. It was a couple of days ago. Uh, here we go. Um, so this was on a video I did poor, easily a couple of years ago uh, from Tr uh, on Trezell and Jacqueline West, the uh, the husband and wife that were accused of of, of killing their boys. Um, she opens with. You're arrogant, as in me. You're, you're showing your face instead of showing the non-verbal and verbal responses of the two being interviewed, a.k.a. interrogated. They're clearly just building their alibi. If they were innocent, they wouldn't be trying to explain where they were and what they're doing. They would be crying with, with unactual tears running down their faces, bleeding, showing photographs of the missing children. The behavior panel breaks down this video and the body language of these two murderers. Great, right? Great. So on, on the surface, right, this could be like sake of a comedian. The, the, the classic heckle with comedy is um, uh, when's the comedy on, right? And and as Jimmy as Jimmy Carr points out, if you think the comedy started, you're right. But if you don't yeah. think the comedy started, you're right. You're also right. It's yeah. it's 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 a subjective it's a subjective thing, right? right? So if if she thinks I'm arrogant because I, I pop up every now and again to talk about something in detail uh, and whatnot, then to her, fair enough, right? Yeah. Fair enough. But if I continually ask myself why uh, about this, why, uh, why can't she use a full stop? Why uh, can't she uh, eloquently use a comma? Why does she reference the behavior panel and has no problem with four guys 
uh, uh, popping up on screen to illustrate the same points as well, right? <laughs> and, and I keep asking myself why about these questions, and it reveals it reveals yeah. more and more things for me to go at. So understanding my rationalization of her why mm. helps me to kind of read between the lines in that moment. So Lisa, right? If if it is that you're watching, but let's face it, you're probably not because I've definitely pissed you off, and I'm I'm really sorry about that. FYI, I'm not sorry at all. I couldn't care less. Um, it's over. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an English pleasantry. That's that's how we say hello. Um, There's a cough. The cough. Yeah. Bad cough. I, I mean, she she could be English herself. I don't know. She could know I'm like. Um, don't know. She sounds but, arrogant. Uh, yeah, but but my point is, in that moment to look at myself and go, you're arrogant, why? Well, to answer that, I, I, I feel I know what arrogance is and I don't think I am being arrogant. I don't claim to have all of the answers. I don't claim to have all of the insight. I don't claim to have information that everybody else seems to claim that they have, right? To, to yeah. me, it appears as truthfulness. So whatever I've done in that yeah. moment that she's, in my opinion, misinterpreted as arrogance, mm. the why has revealed that to be less of an insult to me uh, and more of a reflection of what's gone through her head at that moment. She just sounds like a, a behavior panel groupie. Yeah. Right? It's, 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 she's questioned anything in, in something where you have to question stuff in regards to that sort of stuff. She hasn't questioned anything. She's made sort of, a, she's got a result. She's already said to herself, this is what you are without such and such, without any other information or communication with you she's immediately got to this uh this point which surely goes against everything else that she's trying to do and like well you're arrogant <laughs> for saying you're arrogant it's kind of a it's a circle there <laughs> you can't can't call it arrogant immediately and deliberately without anything else other than just watch a video of theirs and say that it's it doesn't work <laughs> right agreed mate agreed so let, let's look at a couple of comments. Um, uh, Nate from The Walk in the Dark, uh, my reason, uh, as in his why, was to be the best at something. Mm. I haven't worked on it much, but the things I've learned from you, as in, uh, sorry, Adam, uh, still get used to Nate. Awesome. Um, <laughs> t Tim Tim Lebac, Lebac? I, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, uh, let's just go with Tim. Tim, Tim says... Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lisa says on a night like this, just give me a great big kiss. That was a, uh, a, a Lou Reed song lyric. Uh, Jennifer stating, uh, does she know that people watch your video to hear your analysis? Yeah. Clearly not. That's the whole point. It's your content. Clearly not. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I, I, should be, I should be facilitating the, the, the behavior oh, panel. Yeah. I should be... Uh, Lebac, thank you, Tim. I should be facilitating that, of course, clearly. I'm sorry, Lisa. I will, I will do better next time. Um, and then uh, Jennifer carries on to say that uh, if she didn't want the analysis, why would she not just watch the video of the interview directly? Exactly. <laughs> right there, Jennifer asking herself a great why question. I love it. More information why? about the person. Beautifully why? illustrated. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the next one um, uh, that I put in was um, understanding of the gravity 
of the interview yeah. uh, of the information that you're noticing right the, the gravity of the information because it may be that uh, you know it may be that i'm completely wrong about all that it may be that i'm completely spot on about lisa right she's not here to confirm or deny one way or the other and let's face it if it's contradictory to her worldview she'd probably deny it um but that's that's a, that's that's a gross generalization it's a gross generalization um much like a, a defense lawyer i i heard in court uh try and reveal a a behavioral insight towards uh, a, a young girl as being uh, uh moody and depressed because she was going through a gothic phase <laughs> he was using the generalization of goth wow as quite sullen and moody to try and prove his point. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this person is goth. <laughs> They're allowed to... <laughs> yes. they, 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 they clearly sleep in coffins. They, 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 you're like, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking See, about? You go into Lloyd's Pharmacy and they have their own prescription counter. It's just like, goth, goth, yeah, right, okay, yeah, over here. Goth. We've got That's what it. you need. We'll get goth. you the sugar and rainbows, don't you? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love um, some old videos on YouTube called The Happy Goth, and it was literally yeah. just a happy goth going about normal, day, like getting an ice cream and stuff like that. He was the most cheerful, jolly goth <laughs> cycling. <laughs> it was so odd. Went to went against everything that you thought goth was, but absolutely, and and it relates to the third point. And I'm mentioning these two together because I'm going to take you through uh, an exercise that I take I take students through uh, a very kind of rudimentary, basic ground floor exercise, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. And the mm. the third point that I was making is the, uh, the 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 reflective exercise to try and diminish your biases. To, to kind of semantically look at the neuroscience behind it, it is impossible to remove them, but to yeah. diminish or control the biases that you have in that in that moment. We've got a, we, as in our brains, we, we have a we have a tendency to try and separate things out into known and therefore comfortable, unknown and therefore not comfortable. Right? Yeah. So if I said to you, like, what are your feelings on? Um, oh God, what's a generalization? What are your feelings on fans of the great British Bake Off? <laughs> uh, I feel they have good taste in desserts, <laughs> right? Boom. So that means that, the, that, that like, I watched the final last night as well, mate. Just to, just to, just to put that out there, I watched the final too. Um, I, I, I pretend I'm not into it, but I watch with a side eye when Becky's watching it. <laughs> I, I am a little bit jealous when they make really good stuff. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And also humble. Um, it's it's it, well, they they need our kind of humour. Their jokes are going seriously downhill. Uh, but but anyway, so the the next time you meet somebody that, that announces themselves uh, as as a Bake Off fan or an amateur baker or something in that category, we have a tendency to ascribe a known element to that and therefore more comfort. However, minimally or maximally, you know, dependent depends on our feelings towards Bake Off in that area. But that's yeah. the nature of this kind of bias at work, and it can happen with every, everything, positively or negatively. Like, whenever, uh, uh, when, uh, and the, these are people, friends and family that I've known 
for years, right, and have positive relationships with. The second any of them try and talk to me about Love Island, I I have a, a, just a, an almost violent reaction, right? An almost violent reaction. Like it's like I have to try and stop the bile from coming up, and it stops me from having a a, a, a positive interaction with them. But again, that's it's a negative bias that I have, and the work is to diminish that. Right to diminish. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I had to do some analysis a while back of the Kardashians and fucking hell, well, that was uh, that was that was I, hard work. There's so, there, there is a part of me that's tempted to watch it just because of how bad I've heard it is in terms of you know sort of that kind of that genre, as it were. It, it's the peak, isn't it? Mate, I I don't. How can I phrase this politely yet directly? Um. I I don't fully understand how they are real people. <laughs> I thought they were Jim puppets. I I don't mate. Jim Henson's <laughs> puppets have a bit more movement than them. Jesus. Yeah, all the men. Prosthetics if, weighing them down. If you've ever seen that that clip of uh, Robin Williams live uh, live on Broadway, I think it is, and he's taking the mick out of plastic surgery, and he goes. I'm so happy I just can't express it. <laughs> that's, that's that's there as well. But again, bias, right? Bias. <laughs> I'm guilty as well for that. Yeah, the, 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 the more we acknowledge that, the more we can work to diminish them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why? And you, you ask yourselves, once you recognize a bias, why does it make you feel that way? Why? 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 And you get down to the root in terms of connecting it, and it's... It's a fucking gloriously insightful journey that you can go on. Uh, so this is the exercise, right? It is a photograph. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to deduce details about it. Intimate, okay. impossible details. Jesus. And, and you're going to, uh, and, and just to clarify, right, before this sounds too much like a magic trick, we've not set, we, we've not set anything up. You don't really we're not, we're not, not the call. All that bullshit. Um, so all I want you to do in terms of the photo is to simply state what stands out to you. Okay. As many uh, things. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to note them down so I don't have to remember them. And, and we can we can analyze. I don't know. If you, if you end up naming 20, we're not going to do them all because we'll be here all day. But yeah. we're just, just to kind of uh, elucidate on the practice to, to kind of help that be understood. Um mm. And just the, the great thing about the way of doing this is it's it's a way to build into yourself the nature of just doing and just 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 getting involved because the the, the main problem with people starting within the nature of deduction is that oh, is it right will I be wrong you've missed your opportunity now they've gone right yeah. um, so if have you ever watched catchphrase in your life yeah say what you see say what you yeah. see. Uh, and and there's, there's no wrong answer, right? Because for, when I stand in front of people, it might be the fact that I'm quite tall stands out. It might be the fact that I'm bearded stands out. It might be the fact that I've got loads of tattoos might stand out. It might be the fact that I'm not wearing any trousers that stands out. <laughs> There's something else that stands out. In fact, it's poking me. I don't know, mate. It is the winter. <laughs> I'd, have to be, I'd have to be standing pretty close. <laughs> right. So here's, here's the photo. 
literally all you're going to do, uh, and whether it's one word, two words, whatever it is, what stands out to you about that? The the horses, of course. The horses. colour red. Uh, the time of red. year. Time of year. Uh, the and just the to logo. As well, that's Phoebe. Phoebe's on the horse. The yeah. kid. That's Phoebe's. Her logo, because it's a different her, her logo. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, her logo. Is it like a heart? Don't something. Uh, logo. Yeah. Writing on there. Um, uh, the horse's arse that's facing me uh, behind that woman's ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, the shadows, I feel like it's, is it the afternoon? I feel like it's got an afternoonish kind of vibe. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down Stop shortly. It. We'll break it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely like an end of the day sort of thing because it feels like all the containers are open. Uh, okay, so open containers. Maybe. Yeah. Don't 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 break them down just yet. Just stick to the things that stand out. Anything about the woman? Cheeks. She's got makeup on her cheeks. Obviously cheeks. dressed as a, an elf. Uh, elf. <laughs> Should probably yeah. say that. Anything else? And if there isn't, that's fine. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. So what we would normally have to do in terms of training is I would have to kind of go over the technical breakdowns of of reasoning and the and the way you connect this kind of information together. So to bridge that gap, I'm going to ask you pointed questions that target the gravity of the information that you're seeing and any potential biases that are there, first of all, right? So uh, in, terms, uh, in terms of the horses, um, what kind of people ride horses? To the horse best rides. of your knowledge. What kind of people are they? What, what, what do you have to do? Posh people, that's fine. <laughs> what, what do you have to do in order to ride a horse? Uh, train. Train. Often or not? Yeah, often. Like a regular. Regular. Okay. So in terms of the action of riding a horse, then, what kind of things does that affect physically within you? What do you have to have a good or a bad sense of in order to successfully ride a horse? Uh, good balance. balance. Uh, good. Yeah. Direction. Um, I suppose you have to be of a certain fitness to be able to obviously mount the horse. Fitness. And stay yeah. atop and in control. Um, Core strength, yeah. Obviously, getting onto a horse, they can tell, can't they? When oh, this is what I've heard, and they know if you, you, you've got an unconfident rider, so I suppose you need. Don't, don't back out of it. It'll it, it elucidate on your observation, so there needs to be confidence within the rider, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and the horse itself looks uh, quite calm. So I would assume that this isn't uh, Phoebe's first time on the horse. Not Phoebe's and woman. First time. Woman. The, yeah, woman seems, uh, the woman seems quite relaxed as well. Like she's not facing Phoebe and the horse and making sure everything. she's only got one hand on the rein of the horse and that sort of like so the facial say, area. So. Well, if you're saying that's Phoebe, she seems not. Yeah, yeah. 
if it's not Phoebe's first time and this woman seems fairly confident, would she have to know Phoebe's skill level or does she trust in it or does she not care or what's the what's the most yeah. likely outcome to that? More than likely she would trust in her her skill level of being on the horse. She would know in terms of confidence. Obviously there's a high safety risk, I imagine, with mm-hmm. horse riding. So for her to to look as chilled out and relaxed in that with Phoebe and the horse, this must be uh, a situation where she does the experience that Phoebe has mm-hmm. so far on so, learning to ride. For her to know Phoebe a little bit and know her skill level and know her confidence slash competence on a horse, to be mm-hmm. able to have that control from a potentially teacher kind of perspective, right? What yeah. kind of person does it take to do that? How are our teachers inherently um, uh, uh, calm and understanding or are they quite uh, uh, aggressive and shouty? Uh, in the... Don't be wrong, I know that both exist, but if you're going to be a good teacher, uh, understanding yeah. your pupils, w- which side do you likely fall on? I would uh, fall on the side where they you know, are calm and collected because it seems to look like it's a result that's paid off. Phoebe looked very relaxed on the horse. Horse looks okay. Uh, it looks like a, an experienced rider on a horse, uh, so it looks like uh, a good equation that's working there for for mm-hmm. that woman as a teacher and for Phoebe as a student. It seems to have paid off. Yeah, absolutely. So, for this woman to be able to teach and have that kind of calmness and whatnot, is that something mm-hmm. that people achieve? Um, uh, when working with uh, you know live animals, is that something that people achieve very quickly, or does it take a long time to be able to get to something like that? I would imagine it take a long time, depending on where you're coming from with the animals. I suppose mm-hmm. in question, uh, how what her experience is with the animals. I imagine you have to obviously not just to sort of have your own experience training horses, but training other people on horses to yeah. then. Of have the similar confidence, you must be able to control both so, environments. Good, good, good with people and kids, then maybe. Yeah. Good with people and children. Okay. Bear in mind, this is just the first observation you made, and we've li- li- listened to all of this, right? So, when you're working with horses, whether that be teaching, cleaning, healthcare, any of that stuff, primarily, yeah. because I know it's both. Primarily speaking, is it, it is it an indoor job or an outdoor job? Outdoor job. Outdoor job, okay. So if you are working in the outdoors of England, what kind of things would you have to face on a day-to-day basis? Weather, uh, outdoor, the environments of an outdoor area, uh, depending if there's other animals, transport. So, kind of, absolutely right. So, you've been outside in your life at, at many <laughs> different weathers, right? Many different weathers. If you're, yeah, if you're, if you're going to work outside in these many different weathers, how does that affect mm. you as a person? Does it make you quite uh, strong-willed? Does it make you quite diligent? Does it make you focused? Does it piss you off? Do you give in after five minutes and go inside and wait for the weather to stop? You know what's 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 the kind of what's the kind of experience within that way? I'd imagine um, yeah, it makes you feel quite strong being outdoorsy, that kind of thing. I suppose it goes back to your 
pure basic sort of experience. As a, as a human being, we started outdoors before we built our comfortable little, little houses. Okay. Perfect. That's 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 tons. So let's you mentioned the, the, the time of year a couple of times and the shadows and whatnot. Right. So talk to me about that. You were saying it feels like um, uh, uh, evening time. Uh, uh, sorry, afternoon, you said. Um, yeah. Talk, talk to me it's about that. Because of the environments uh, with all the doors being open, it looks like there's actually hay on the floor in there as well. So it looks like horses were occupying uh, the trailers and whatnot. But it seems like the end of the day, but there's still horses outside, as we can see one in the background. Uh, there's shadows. It looks like an afternoon kind of shadow on the floor uh, of the trailers, if it's matching by, you know, like how much activity has been done so far by the look of the trailers. Uh, you would think like on in the day, maybe. Uh, and there's a little bit of hay coming out of the, the ramp from one of the trailers. So mm -hmm. you can tell that something has, you know, one of the animals has been taken. It's not just something that's rocked up to collect anything. It's something has come inside it and walked out. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going I'm to be quite kind of metaphorical, but gun to your head scenario. Put a time on it. So between... Eight to nine a.m. I know you said afternoon, but I'm giving you giving you an example that couldn't push you in one direction. Give me give me some kind of time frame. Knowing that, well, knowing well, not knowing what day of the week this is, I'm going to assume it's in the week. And I know Phoebe wouldn't finish until three thirty. Mm -hmm. Is it school time? So maybe five o'clock. Five p.m. So what if what if it was the weekend? What would you be thinking then? Would that change it? Would it still make it five o'clock? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'd make, I'd make it around. No, def, no, change the answer because of the time of the year. Okay. Change that completely. <laughs> okay. Because around five o'clock, black, wouldn't it? So I will call yeah. this what, 12, one o'clock. 12 to one o'clock. Perfect. Uh, okay. So 12 to one o'clock. It's the end of the day slash afternoon. Lots of hay on the ground, lots of horses uh, and whatnot, right? So within this kind of how can i ask you this without leading it there are lots of horses walking around lots of cars that you can see in the background lots of open cars so there are still we would reason horses out all over the place yeah uh, and you you mentioned costumes in in relation to the time of year as well so putting that all together is this going to be an average day of training is it going to be a specialized day of training if it's some kind of specialized day of training what's special about it or like, is it just because this these people are are uh, you know animated characters, you know, as uh, eccentric individuals that they like to dress up for the time of year, you know? What what's what kind of elements are you putting uh, are you putting together with with those observations that you made? I feel like it could be a special day because they dress the horse up as well. I feel like if it was just a sort of animated thing, it'd just be the staff, but. Uh, if it and you might have just put a hat on the horse or something like that, okay. but the fact that the horse has the full kit on, full kit on, feel yeah. like is this for something? I feel like it's for a day. Okay, so um, for a day, do, do you see this being as like a, I don't know, like the the, the way that Americans might celebrate Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving's for a yeah, day, like, or do you see this being like a competition, Christmas. or do you see this being a, I don't know, something else? I feel it's just 
kind of like a uh, you know it's school when you had come to come to school in your own clothes day and bring a pound for uh well like you know, or come and bring a toy and that kind of thing like a play day sort of thing a less a less uh teachery kind of day a less structured day and more of a free-for-all kind of just enjoy yourself it's christmas mm-hmm. kind of day uh, okay. i feel like this is what like just experience and this is a kind of go out have fun, fun. One sec, mate. My uh, my sound's just gone a little bit funny. My side. Bit of a delay, then I take it. <laughs> I'm waiting your, your face, face to catch, to catch up, up with, with the sound. sound it's okay, it's gone back back normal. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was so Special Christmas celebration, perfect. Okay, uh, let's do let's do one more. Let's do um, let's do Phoebe's logo, right? If you can read it from there, but you would have to zoom in to be able to do it, and you won't be a you won't be able to. Um, so the the t-shirt actually, well, it's a jumper. To be fair, it says, "Don't be a dick." I thought, I thought it said, said that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it says it says don't be a dick. I don't know. I don't know if if I'm man, man, that's like it's making the sentence don't be a dick. Is that just me? So, what type, what type of person would wear that? Something. Well, a fashionable company. I'm imagining it's sort of like. The cool, the cool generation, generation of kids. kids. Yeah. Is this the cool generation that are obsessed with selfies and makeup and influencers? Or is this the cool generation that. Are... Avril Lavigne. What? Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Generation. Don't take no shiz. Don't take no shiz. That will do for now. Don't take no shiz. Yeah. From the observation of horses. Uh, outdoor, the colour of costumes and the clo- uh, Phoebe's clothing, just from them, right? I'll, yeah, try yeah. Do, I'll try and do my best Ace Ventura impression. <laughs> We've understood that they're horse riders, possibly possibly posh people. But to order to do that, you would have to train often. You'd need good balance, fitness, core strength, leg strength, confidence in yourself, confidence in your time on the horse. This isn't Phoebe's first time in the horse. The woman would have to be relaxed, knowing her skill level, calm, long, good bank of knowledge, experienced rider. She spent a long time around horses, good with people and children. She's capable of working in the outdoor and all kinds of weather. This would make her strong, independent, possibly enjoying the back-to-basics, diligence aspect of working on by herself. The time of year is the end of the day, afternoon, 12 to 1, special day, possibly around Christmas Phoebe's fashionable part of the cool generation Avril Lavigne doesn't take any shit that was an exercise to illustrate a point <laughs> listen listen to that you've looked well let me let me break and let me break it down in terms of telling you what's what's correct and what's not so that's yeah. that's Phoebe on top of the horse yeah. yeah, you you know that Phoebe, 
Phoebe is very much part of this fashionable, cool kids generation. Uh, like to give you an idea, one of her favorite films is The Craft. Ah, uh, right, yeah, right? so all... yeah, so she's she's yeah. very much a don't doesn't take no shits. I, I call her I call her Captain Sassy Pants uh, at times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Save the world, sassy way. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there we are. Um, so yeah, what else? Uh, uh, time of the year. It was it was the end of the day, uh, afternoonish, and you were dangerously close. Uh, the photo was taken at two thirty. Um, so you were you were dangerously close, but it was it was a special Christmas Day celebration where horse riders from all over the county descended on one park to play and and do like special skills and whatnot, right? If Phoebe's that, that's Phoebe's trainer uh, at the time, her name's her name's Sammy. So Phoebe went there to support her, and afterwards uh, Sammy put her on her horse, and that's Sammy's hat that Phoebe is wearing. Um, Sam, Sammy, uh, uh, Sammy is so not posh, <laughs> so not posh uh, at all. Um, but you know, a, a good, a good majority, uh, a good majority of them are. Uh, it's just the posh backgrounds. They're still capable of working outside and whatnot. All of them, Sammy included, has has a great degree of physical fitness. Um, uh, yeah, she, yeah. she smokes a lot, so her lungs are shot for shit. But um, you know, she she has a she has a great degree of physical fitness about her, strong core, strong legs, uh, confident, calm. Uh, like it, like when uh, she was teaching Phoebe jumping, Phoebe fell, uh, and she fell like seven feet from the top of the horse, came crashing down to the bottom. Uh, oh. and like now, like <laughs> I ripped the gate off to get in. I pulled it back the way it's not supposed to be going. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy went, whoa, whoa, stay there. She's got to learn. She'll be fine. She doesn't want you learning yeah. this experience. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, I know all this. I've reacted emotionally yeah. and whatnot. I'm, I'm impressing <laughs> bad bad karma, bad juju onto feet. <laughs> right? I, I mean, I, I, I was. Um, she does work. Uh, she does work. Work. Work outside in all weather and all interferences. She's very strong mentally. Um, yeah, she's yeah. she's very independent uh, in terms of what she's capable of doing. She spent a long, long time. You know this. You know the way I feel about dogs. Yeah. She, yeah. she feels that way about horses. Uh, right. Just just. This is and she's she's um she uh, she uh, she's great with people um but she she has um a tolerance level like i do for people uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, her tolerance level is much bigger than mine but once it's gone it's done yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um she's she's great with kids well uh, she was great with the kids that wandered around the the site and she's always been always been top notch with Phoebes as well so that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a lot of information right <laughs> that you've pulled out of a photo with next to next to next to no practice uh, and whatnot with a little bit of prompting maybe from a question or two from me now look at the personal insight you've just gained into a woman that's walked by you with a horse if this photo <laughs> moved right yeah you could take a step back and think i'm so fucking clever or you could have a personal in insight into her behavioural lexicon to then be more aware mm -hmm. if if she needs help. 
more aware if she's struggling with anything or she's got something weighing, weighing yeah. on her mind. You have a more direct insight to be able to talk to her directly because you know her better than anybody else um, out, you know, outside of her friends and family, obviously, in, in terms of the passers-by. You yeah. have this, this, this huge weight of information that you can use to help yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what i meant by the gravity that goes that goes alongside this this kind of uh, this kind of detail because though people use it to to kind of jump on um you know the 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 kind of social engine of confirmation bias to rack up zillions and zillions of views and if that's if that's your that's your your kind of preference then you know god god godspeed you know <laughs> Fair enough. Do whatever <laughs> you want, but yeah, yeah. the 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 weight of insight that goes along with that should mm -hmm. never be uh, uh, disregarded. Right? You have information about them that they aren't outwardly stating, so it's 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 private by default. Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in that moment, you know them better, and it gives you the potential opportunity to diminish your biases and have a more open line of communication with them right if it was that i pushed the the posh people angle in terms of the question we might have gone gone into uh, you know fox hunting or or or, or the the kind of uh, i'm going on a shoot across the moors darling yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, you, should you join me for a spot of sherry on the other side you know we, we might we might have gone down that. we we might have done uh, if if i'd have pushed that but what we've done is is we've gone uh, uh, when Adam talks about horse riders, there's the the potential for a mini bias around posh people to go, "Hello, look at me! I'm going to stop you thinking critically about the situation. I'm going to cloud your judgment." You've acknowledged that, yeah. so now you are able to see the situation more clearly purely because we didn't analyze that a little bit longer, right? So these yeah. are the things that we need to consider in order to make better and sharper observations. That's why I say it's it's very philosophical because most of this comes from things like. You know, reading Marcus Aurelius or or reading, uh, you know, Plato's Minnow or you know the the original Socratic method, anything by Epictetus. Uh, you know, if I mean, don't be wrong, they're very dry, dull reads. It's you know, it's it's like it's like reading fucking paint drying uh, at times. If it is that you're not into it, if you are into it, then it's the most illuminating stuff that that you yeah, can yeah. ever that you can ever want. The closest uh, and an, a sort of um, analogous book to that would be Darren Brown's Happiness. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the closest one, and it's it's a it's a much more much more readable uh, idea. So that's that's what I wanted to look at for this last bit. The kind of philo philosophy that most people don't really consider. Uh, when it comes to um, when it when it comes to <laughs> Tim yeah, yeah. who doesn't love dry paint? <laughs> uh, paint, paint, paint sniffers, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't really get the fumes from that. <laughs> the philosophy of dry and wet paint. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, once once this kind of renders, you'll have more more of a chance to to watch slash listen to this today. But then I'm going to make it private, um, so I can then just remake it public when the audio podcast version goes out on Friday as well. Um, 
So, yeah. right. dude, any any closing thoughts? I'm trying, I'm trying to, think to think why, why I noticed, noticed the, the horse's horse abs. One of the main things. things. I'm trying, trying to think, to think what, what that says about, about me. me. <laughs> well, it, 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 it could be kind of that, that baser male, um, male kind of thing in terms of we are usually we being men, straight oh, guys. We are, that's it. We are usually <laughs> described as being boobs or bum men. Maybe you just really are a bum kind of guy. You know, I'm that's, I'm I'm yeah, it may be. Hey, mate, it's the you know 20, what, it's uh, the twenty first yeah, yeah, century. You can be you, into whatever kind of arse you want. <laughs> Within reason, obviously. You know what, yeah, after this, this, <laughs> is it? Is are you writing your own shirotica with with a horse? <laughs> sure, horsica. <laughs> oh God, no. I'm already thinking about it. I'm writing the story in my head, and I shouldn't be. be. <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining Moriarty going. Do first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we're gonna go uh, on that on that bombshell. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I'm done. This, this, I, I can't, I can't really follow that. I think that that beautifully poignant image of 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 a horse's yeah. horse uh, yeah. and Adam's antenna going. Doo -doo 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 -doo. My, my deer that's a Lee <laughs> Evans thing isn't it <laughs> right we're going to start rambling again we're going bye <laughs> good day, good day. Good day.